You're tuning in to the Black Hollywood Live Network, featuring news, interviews, and commentary on all things Black Hollywood. Hollywood redefined. From Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is Black Hollywood Live, Fashion 411. Featuring the week's roundup of fashion news. Black Hollywood Live, Hollywood redefined. You're listening to Black Hollywood Live. And now, the host for Black Hollywood Live, Fashion 411. Hello, everyone. What happened to our theme music? Here it is. All right, just gets everything like ready to go, gets you pumped up, ready to talk fashion. Mm-hmm. Don't be shy, you guys. Someone has to vote. <laughs> Who's gonna vote? <laughs> All right. Okay, so that's our theme song. Hello, everyone. If you're tuning in right now, this is Fashion 411 on Black Hollywood Live, so it must mean that it's Friday. Fashion Friday. Fashion Friday. Uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in. We have not one, but we have two special guests in the studio with us today. Very excited to have them with us. But uh, before we get started and introduce everybody, I'd love for all of us to go around the table and just say who we are. I'll I'll start All with right. Erica. I'm the regular here. I, I am your host, Erica <laughs> Garcia Rojas, and I am your go-to girl for all things business and fashion. And I'm your host, Deanna Vaughn, and I am your go-to girl for all things fashion and beauty on a budget. That's <laughs> my thing. Uh, and Courtney's not with us today. She's doing some fabulous things in Las Vegas, so she, she had to miss out today. But uh, let's introduce our fabulous guest today. We have Angel Jordan. And Angel, why don't you tell, tell our fans a little bit about your yourself. I am the creative director and creator of kisforkinky.com. It is a beauty and lifestyle site um, that celebrates all things fabulous. So love it. And I wish everybody could see your fabulous (laughs) do in the studio. It looks fantastic. I love it. Three inches. But you know, I did this at the red light. So I had like three red lights. So I did one pin, second red light, second pin, third red light, third pin. And I was like, whatever I get is what my hair is going to be. Wow. So you're not texting, you're actually doing your hair. <laughs> I'm, I'm being more safe. I'm doing my hair. You're doing your hair, and I'm putting on my eyelashes. <laughs> the fact that you can put on lashes in the car kills me. Yeah, I, I stab my eye out. Yeah. No, wow, I do lashes. And then uh, <laughs> Nakia Phoenix, mm-hmm. the lovely freckled faced lady sitting next to me. Tell everybody a little bit about yourself. Hi guys, I'm Nakia Phoenix. I'm a model and blogger, and my blog is called Model Liberation. But I'm also a contributor to Case for Kinky. Nice. Well, we're going to get to know a little bit more about you guys a little deeper into the show, but let's get started. Uh, Oh, I want to remind you guys, make sure you find us on iTunes. We are the number one fashion podcast on iTunes, right? And that's because of you guys. So please make sure to download our show. It's free. Make your comments. We love to hear what you have to say. You can also check us out on YouTube if you want to see what everybody looks like in the studio. You can see Erica's lashes. You can see Angel's hair. You can see everything that's going on. (laughs) My new ombre look for the summer. So if you guys want to, you know, curious about what we actually look like. And then we also post a lot of our pictures on Instagram. So you can follow us at BHL Fashion 411. So the show doesn't end in the studio. 
keeps going. Um, all right. So, you know, you guys, I like to share with you, like, trends and what's happening and where to shop. Well, now, since we are deep officially into the summer, I just wanted to share with everybody, like, six summer must-have things that, like, you, every lady can have. And it doesn't matter what size you are or how tall you are or how short you are, but these are just, like, six key things I think that every woman should probably have in their closet for the summer. First up, we have a maxi dress. So, um, it's kind of funny. I just actually, I was in a maxi dress moment, you know, like where I loved wearing them, but then I kind of got annoyed with them just because of the, the length of the, the dress. Dragging. You know what I mean? Yeah. The dragging. But if you put on the right shoe with it, which is normally for me a wedge, you can make it work. Um, so maxi dress, definitely a must have item. It's available at a, every single price point, color, uh, print fabric. I would have to say I would recommend either like a light cotton or a chiffon. And they're actually on sale at Old Navy this week for $22. <laughs> I bought uh, basically an ombre maxi dress. You'd never believe in a million years it came from Old Navy. It's like shades of blue and it's $22. Oh, wow. Comes in size extra small to like 3X. So it's <laughs> a little bit for everybody. Um, next up for my six must-have summer pieces are a pair of dressy shorts. Now, if you guys are following along in the pictures, there's a pair of these asymmetrical, it almost looks like a skirt, and that's pretty popular. Like, you're, I, I don't know, are you guys seeing this mm-hmm. style oh, yeah. all over the place? Mm-hmm. It's cute because it kind of looks like a short or a skirt, but mm-hmm. it's actually a pair Skort. of shorts, skirt, whatever you want to call it. But it's super cute because it's also a little dressy. So, you know, if you want to throw on like a strappy sandal with it, you can, you know, dress it up or dress it down with a denim jacket or a nice shirt. But immediately, like, you can go, you know, you can be shopping around or you can go to some kind of event or whatever with it. So a pair of dressy shorts, that should be in your arsenal. Next is a stacked heel sandal. These things are everywhere from every price point, every brand. You can find them at Bloomingdale's from Dolce Vita. You know, you can get them at Forever 21, whatever your price point. But I feel like it's, um, to me, like, I, I've got flat feet. So it's really hard for me to wear heels, but this is the one style that it's a little easier for me to wear because it's stacked, so it doesn't yeah. feel like you don't you're, have all your weight on that thin, exactly. that thin stick. So it balances exactly. things out, and I can last all day in these. I know it, it balances everything out. They look great. They're open toe. They come in all different kinds of colors and shapes or whatever. And another thing I wanted you guys to um, keep in mind of: I've been doing a lot of shopping lately, like on Ideally. You know, like it's those fashion flashlights. I'm addicted to that. Oh my god, I'm addicted. <laughs> like the stuff that you can find, like myhabit.com, ideally. Like I've been just Guilt lately group. shopping a lot from those places and just getting a lot of like great steals. You find the same things that you find at like Bloomies or whatever, and it's so much cheaper. But it's one of those things you have to like get it within like two days or three mm-hmm. days and then or it's, it's gone. gone. Yeah. So. And make sure you tell your friends because you get a referral bonus if they That's buy. Right. So I That's end up with right. all these credits. Uh-huh. It's like, oh, you have someone just bought. So your credits yeah. whenever you have seventy five dollars, I'm like, mm, right. what do I spend my free money on? Yeah, <laughs> no, I'm loving those sites lately. Uh, number four must have piece is you know a nice go to hat. Uh, this just happens to be like a nice floppy hat, and this one is felt, but. Everybody's wearing hats and you can wear them for different reasons. If you're having a bad hair day, if uh, you need to cover up, you know, with a little SPF, you know, you don't want the sun hitting you, all that. But hats are everywhere. Fedoras, Panama hats, Panama, I'm a big all fan that of stuff hats. is back. You know, whether it's straw, felt, like people are just doing the hat thing this summer and it's just like one of those pieces you don't need to have tucked away mm-hmm. in your wardrobe. And then uh, finally, my last two must have pieces. 
uh, a statement print. Everybody needs like some funky, fun Aztec, lots of colors, geometric shapes. Um, this dress right here that's in the picture is actually Mara Hoffman. I and love, I love, I love Have her you seen stuff. the swimsuits? Oh my God. But Amazing. Mara, Mara Hoffman's love not it. cheap though. Nope. No, it's not. <laughs> but her, you can find her on sale. Yes, you can. You, you, you can. can. And it's just like it's one of those pieces where you will just stand out in a crowd. You, you know, you can dress it up. Even like a casual dress like this, you throw in some heels and like a nice necklace and suddenly like you're ready to go to, you know, a fancy event. But love, 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 love a bold print. And whether it's a dress or a skirt or a top, that's just like big idea for the summer. And then finally, of course, since it's summer, summer whites. So whether you're rocking a pair of jeans or a t-shirt or you want to do the whole thing, you got to get your summer whites. So, and it's funny because now I'm on the hunt for a pair of white jeans. I cannot find the right. JCPenney. Which brand? The ones that I had on Remember. That's true. She had on some JCPenney jeans. I don't, I She got them from JCPenney last minute and they fit perfectly. Amazing. They have skinny, they have, and they were flared leg. They're they're the perfect, you know, the flare that fits right and it flares out just perfectly at the bottom. Oh, like a little boot cut. Yes. I love JCPenney. And they, I have re- found a new place to shop like it's the new Target. oh i know they've yeah, got amazing crazy. stuff and their furniture too like they've got the oh, jonathan yeah. oh, adler yeah. line of Wait, furniture what? they've got the it's called happy chic it's by I jonathan it's that. jonathan adler for jc penny and everything is on clearance yeah <laughs> oh my goodness i have been buying JCPenney i want a bed furniture from there. for for years and you can get some i bought a bed from them years ago but i kind of you know, it kind of fell off with the yeah. whole problem with the stock and all that stuff and uh-huh. firing of the. So I kind of was like, oh, you know, they lost their appeal. And just, I would say last year, I just would cut through the mall. I would park by JCPenney uh-huh. and I never really paid attention to the clothes. And then one day I stopped and I was like, hmm. get a new buyer or something because oh, yeah. this stuff is looking. You were talking about prints. I just sent Nakia, uh, I was there last night looking for my outfit. <laughs> <laughs> and they had these awesome print flared leg pants. Uh-huh. Tons of prints in JCPenney. Target also, as well. They're doing those similar to the Mara Hoffman thing. You know, they're really mm-hmm. good to find kind of similar pieces when you can't afford the higher end pieces. But JCPenney is like that secret place to go get mm-hmm. your clothes and no one will ever oh, guess that. So white It's pants. not going to be a secret anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's amazing. And they sell, they have a Levi shop too. So, oh yeah, they do. Yeah. yeah, they have that. And Joe Fresh. And Joe Fresh, yes, exactly. And so Sephora. I was going to say they sell white jeans right, from Sephora. Joe Fresh. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know the name of the brand, but I had those pants when I walked in the first, she was like, where did you get those pants? They're mm-hmm. amazing. And you Come would never on. guess JCPenney. All right. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And they're available all over the Midwest. All right. That's it. Oh, and they have coupons. Always look for the coupons. Right. Yeah. So even if it's on sale, you can get an additional 10 10 or 15% off. Right. Nice. All right. Well, that's it for me. What's going on with a little style scoop? All right, guys. I have got your style scoop for this week, the week of June 20th. First up, continuing with more. Kanye and Kim K news on their wedding. So they're back on their honeymoon and the first order of business clearing up exactly what went down at his wedding, especially when it came to photographer Annie Leibovitz. The famous photographer, according to Kanye, snubbed him and Kim by pulling out of shooting the wedding one day before the big event. She was afraid of celebrity, West explained. So what did he do? Well, supposedly he spent four days photoshopping the photos himself so that they would look like Annie shot it. Clearly he did something right as the photo is now the most liked photo on Instagram with more than 1.293 million likes. Oh my god. Yeah. Well, 
Okay, first of all, I thought we could finally stop talking about this no. couple, but <laughs> there's something every there's single something every week. week. There's just something. something. Gotta talk about. Uh, all right, do you, uh, here's my question. Do you think it was wrong of her to pull out at the last minute? I'm sure there's a reason why she pulled out. Like, it, of course it's wrong to pull out yeah. at the last minute. Like, yeah. that's horrible. But I'm thinking, why would she pull out? And like, I'm hoping the, the excuse of too much celebrity. She's a celebrity photographer. Well, no, but and she yeah, already so. knew their status. Exactly. Like, the Vogue magazine. I guarantee like, she already there knew is that, more to the you know, story. There's way, there's got to be way more There's celebrities big. There was so, probably yeah. something where she said, I'll photograph your wedding, wedding, but blah, blah, blah. And they're like, okay. Day before the wedding, she finds out. Her terms maybe were not agreed on. But there's got to be contracts. If you're so, if you're a big celebrity photographer true. like Annie Leibovitz, yeah, and you're photographing Kanye and Kemp, you're going to have a contract. But see, I would almost imagine the contract was them for her. So what mm-hmm. if they said, "Oops, don't need you." She still gets paid. Oh, but I wonder if it works the other way. I'm sure you know it works I mean? the other way. Hmm. Yeah, I, there's got to be a lot more to the story because then how do they get a last minute photographer? Who was a last minute photographer? Oh, did true. Annie set him up with a last minute photographer? Or was this yeah, someone that they found on their own? That's true. Like that's I don't a good know. Point. All right. So up next, Project Runway alum Christian Siriano is one of the more successful names to come from the show. Siriano has already announced a judging role on a new Lifetime fashion competition and is now announcing a fragrance. He says, quote, we've been working on it for the past year. We wanted it to be for every woman and we wanted it to feel like luxury while still being attainable. That was important. No word on dates yet, but it will be available exclusively at Neiman Marcus. Wow. I really wonder what that's going to smell. Like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, who is next in the world of celebrity children's modeling? Well, Rafferty Law, the son of Jude Law. Rafferty walked for DKNY at their upcoming show, I mean, at their show during London Collections Men. It wasn't his first job, though, having appeared in an editorial for British Vogue and a film for Tiger of Sweden before. The young, handsome model looks a lot like his very handsome dad. How old is he? He does. I don't know. But he looks really young. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he looks. For those of you listening on iTunes, he looks a lot like Jude Law. Yeah, he yeah. Does. Mm-hmm. Dude, does anyone know who his mom, mother is? It's Sadie. Um, yeah, Frost? exactly. Sadie yeah. Frost. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. He looked before he started cheating and getting around. Yeah. <laughs> but this kid looks like he's, he's so handsome. Yeah. Yeah. He is. Yeah. How old is he? I don't know. He's how old can you? You're the model. How old do you have to be to model? There's no, and you're no, there's no age. Yeah, you can oh. be 14, to yeah. 13. Yeah, so maybe he's like, like he's about 14. Yeah, 14. Yeah, because yeah. he still has his little baby days. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. He is gonna grow up to be super hot. All right. So up next, we've got a new. Aaliyah. Aaliyah movie. (laughs) Disney princess and sharp dresser Zendaya is slated to play Aaliyah in a made-for-TV movie produced by Lifetime. Tentatively titled Aaliyah, Princess of R&B, the movie will follow her from her early successes all the way up to her untimely death in 2001. Zendaya will re-record four of her songs, and Zendaya says, quote, she's been an inspiration and influence in my whole career. Her talent still shines brighter than ever. All I want to do is honor her, show how much she accomplished in only 22 years she's beautiful inside and there will never be um anyone else uh, there will never be any another lie i just hope to share her beautiful story and make her proud up in heaven apparently her parents like the network lifetime never approached her family and that's there's a, a big mm. kind of controversy going and now mm-hmm. the parents are potentially threatening not to release her music for this because her parents thought well, Elias should be on the big screen. You mm-hmm. know, they didn't like the idea that it was TV that came knocking, that they think that she should be on the big screen. Mm. So that's kind of 
to be continued. And it is crazy how they can actually make a story about somebody without getting some kind of rights or something. But but why do you need it? She was a public figure, yeah. so you can pull every you can pull her life story, you can pull information, pictures, mm-hmm. you know. So yeah, they just won't pu- have the music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah. public domain. But yeah, you would think that they would want to use her because even music. if they re have someone's re sing it, they can be sued for that. Mm-hmm. This is true. Yeah, and so. you 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 would think that they would want the, the production exactly. Yeah, I would think family. so. I would think this so. Is, this is Aaliyah. Uh-huh. Yeah, I grew up listening to Aaliyah. Mm-hmm. We're, yeah, we we would have been about the same age. So. A biopic like this, it's really important that they do it right. Yeah, you know? I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. So apparently there's like a little battle back and forth with uh, the Lifetime Network who's doing this and, mm-hmm. and her family. So we shall right. see. Well, uh, up next in young fashion entrepreneur news, 10th grader Chase Sneakers Reed, who goes to school in Harlem, opened a sneaker shop with his dad from $30,000 that came from selling his own collection of 200 pairs of shoes. Now his shop, Sneaker Pond, sells sneakers like Crown Jewels for $1,400 and also offers custom painted on sneakers. Wow. That is a smart kid. Mm Yeah. Wow, that that's insane? pretty cool. I wish I could have checked that out when I was there. Sneaker pond. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a great awesome. idea. He's so young, too. A 10th grader? Yeah. What is that? Can you imagine when 14, he's, like, 15? older and yeah. has, like, going to be, like, entrepreneur? Mm-hmm. Just, like, amazing. That's awesome for him. Yeah. And and that's such a big subculture. I forget mm-hmm. I was watching some kind of documentary or something about kids going to, like, these sneaker conventions mm-hmm. and literally Cheers. going, like, they're trading and they're buying, they're making money. It's, like, a big deal. It's yeah. a huge Whenever business. there's a new sneaker that's that's being launched, there's a line around the block and on Fairfax. Oh, know, Even yeah. in New York, you'll see pictures of, like, the street getting shut down because mm-hmm. all these kids want these fly sneakers. So, yeah, there's definitely a market for that. Yeah. And from a business perspective, I also feel that, you know, the last five, ten years, the barrier to entry, well, probably five years, of starting a business is so much lower. He probably, it sounds like he had a large amount of shoes that he probably sold on eBay or online to fund his shop. He never would have been able to do that, at, you know, if, if it, like 15 years ago when I was you yeah. know, 12 or whatever, you know, so just a child that's intelligent, has a, has a sense of business or wants to do something, the ability to do something like that is just so much more available today. Yeah. yeah. So basically, he just needed the space and he had the inventory done, mm-hmm. yeah. you know. And it's great so. that his parents are, you know, are supporting him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at such a young age because they could have easily been like, no, you need to save that money to go to college. And, <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm not saying they're not doing that, but it was a great opportunity and it was great to yeah. see that him, for him to do that. Yeah, just, we live in such an entrepreneurial world now, like where a 14 year old on YouTube can just turn on the video camera and yeah, start making money. money. You know, yeah. so it's Give just you're right, it's such so, a different world now. It is. All right. So last but not least, Anna Wintour recently did a candid interview with Susie Menkes at Central St. Martins. And in addition to stressing the importance of thinking with the business side of your brain, she gave some thoughts on red carpets. She said, quote, the red carpet in the United States has become too much of a business. It's a fact that celebrities are paid to wear everything. And to me, that sometimes comes across as very manufactured and not individual. I was just recently at the Tony Awards in New York and God, they need your help. Let me tell you, it was a disaster. (laughs) It's funny that she says this because she's definitely contributed to that. Oh, absolutely. I mean, why do we watch some of the red carpets we do now? Because we we know 
you know, everybody's going to be talking about these trends. These are going to end up in vogue where they have already, already been, been in vogue. vogue. Yeah. So she's definitely at the helm of this for sure. Right. You know, I think part of her issue though is the fact that when stylists get involved, when designers get involved, when they're just gifting the celebrities, there's no sense of individuality. I think there's definitely celebrities out there that maintain their own individuality. Mm-hmm. They're big yeah. on dressing themselves, picking what they want. But then there's other people who are like, yeah, they're whoever, yeah, whoever's going to give me the dress, I'm going to wear it. And look, I look hot. I'm going to walk out the and door. And it's not really my style yeah. Yeah. well but what is their style they need a stylist to have style <laughs> <laughs> yeah but i can see what she's saying it's kind of like lobbying the government you know mm-hmm. so you become what your lobbyist is and your lobbyist in this case is your stylist mm-hmm. so if your stylist is being paid by you don't know if they're taking money but from the designer to make mm-hmm. sure that certain pieces hit so there could be also some like deep-seated things where, where she's alluding to where yeah these people have some people do need stylists and then some people are a byproduct of product placement yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. as a whole yeah so yeah very interesting well Next speaking one. of modeling and beauty it's time to get to know you ladies yeah so okay i want to know when did you get started modeling how did it happen did you get spotted on the street like Tell us the story. It's kind of funny because I I wanted to model when I was a lot younger, mm-hmm. when I was a teenager. And I went to one of those little modeling schools in Atlanta. I don't really <laughs> recommend it. But <laughs> I went to one of those little modeling schools. But afterwards, um, I my mom said, no, you have to go to college. I wanted to go to college and model, but there was no way that that was going to happen. So it took a long time after that for me to actually get my start and I got my start here in Los Angeles modeling for alternative apparel. So at what point did you make the move from, you're from Atlanta? I'm actually originally from South Carolina. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So when did you finally make the move out here? Uh, about nine. <laughs> <laughs> it's, been, it's been about um, nine years, actually. And I needed a change of scenery. Um, I actually moved here to study fashion design. Mm-hmm. And once I got, got started here and got started modeling studying fashion design kind of like went out the door because I was getting the hands-on training being a model. Right. So how did you get involved with alternative? I was actually at a coffee shop and I met the then owner of alternative apparel and I was wearing a vintage Mm t-shirt. And so we got started talking about t-shirts and, and manufacturing. And then he said that, Hey, I'm, I'm shooting my catalog next week. I'd really like for you to model for me. I said, yeah, sure. I didn't really think anything of it. And then once I showed up to the actual shoot, I was like, oh, wait, this is real. Mm. This is the real deal. Oh, my gosh. So it kind of um, skyrocketed from there. Cool. Are you, are you tall? How, how tall are you? I'm 5'9". Oh, okay. So looking at you standing up. Because in the studio, we're, we're all sitting down. But oh, yeah, you, you have, have no sense of height. Yeah. Yeah, no sense of height. <laughs> we're all the same. <laughs> but for those of you listening... She's got a fantastic these freckles that are incredible. Thank you. And just so beautiful. But you were telling me before we started filming that you've gotten a lot of backlash about Ooh, these freckles. Girl. Just recently, right? Oh, actually this morning. This morning? Oh, yeah. Yes. I saw the <laughs> Okay. So uh, there was a picture of me posted on um Obvious Magazine's Facebook page, just basically saying, like, oh, these freckles are beautiful. It's so inspirational. And before I even woke up, the number of comments that had been deleted from the picture, negative comments, like, blew me away. I got really? I got an Instagram message saying that I'd been tagged in the picture, whatever. So I look at the picture, and there's, you know, the comment saying we had to delete a number of comments. And ban people. And ban people. Oh, my God. Because of their negativity 
about me. What were they saying? Or, uh, everyone has their own opinion Jesus. about what's beautiful yeah. and what's yeah. not. Mm-hmm. But you don't have to voice that to everybody wow. for the whole world to see. That's my issue with it. If you have your opinion, that's all fine and dandy. Mm-hmm. You're not a fan of freckles, that's fine. I can't help the way that I look. Yeah. It's not like I walk out on the street like, oh yeah, let me show off my freckles. Yeah. <laughs> They're here. There's nothing I can do about it. I can yeah. try to cover it, cover them up with makeup, but then my face is going to look weird and really muddy. It's not me. Is that the mm-hmm. first time you ever got kind of that kind of a backlash? Mm-hmm. On your, no. Oh no. So it's been, it's been it? happening a lot recently. Really? I guess because people feel like they can hide behind a computer screen and say whatever they want to say. I agree with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's part of it. It's so yeah. rude. Yeah. yeah. You wouldn't walk up to someone else on the street and say, mm, I don't like those freckles on your face. Yeah. No, no, and they say that's, I mean, that's not just, obviously celebrities have always had that. They've always had, they put themselves in the public opinion and everyone has their opinion about that particular celebrity. But then there's always this new level of celebrity in a way of bloggers and Instagrammers mm-hmm. and YouTubers that are putting themselves out there. They're a little more normal in a way, right. but they're getting that same crazy amount of negativity. Mm-hmm. And it, it would be something that would be hard to do with, I think, mm-hmm. after a while. Yeah, I think there's a way to... I, I do agree with you. you. You do need a thick skin. But I also think there's a way to be... Uh, to say something and be constructive without being critical. There's mm-hmm. a difference. Yeah. And saying, I don't like that dress is one thing. Because mm-hmm. you may not like the dress, but saying, you look stupid in that dress is a yeah. whole yeah, different, different level thing. of... Cri- you know, that's yeah. criticism. Yeah. It's not constructive, and right. it's not an opinion. At that point, you're being really mean, mm-hmm. right? you know? Yeah. So. And, and this is this is a part of who you are. So right. for someone to just to mock that, to make yeah, fun to try of it, and tear it down. to try and tear it down, like, what do you... You, you can't erase them. Like, this no. is you, yeah. you know? And if you don't like it, then just shut just up. Just be quiet. You know? But it goes to the, the... What's the saying? Hurting people hurt people. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that has a lot to do yeah. with it. I think the internet has given those people that are unhappy, that are have anger or hurt inside as a way to lash out mm-hmm. anonymously. Mm-hmm. And, and be heard, because maybe heard. they don't feel like they're heard. Exactly, yeah. and yeah. be heard, and, and that's their power. And so people, people take advantage of it, and that's what they do. But I think in wow. a way, you just have to kind of let it roll off your, your back. Well, you guys are kind of in the public eye. Do you ever get Really, really critical comments. I, I mean, mean I, I used to have a um, a, a YouTube show, and um, yeah, people would write. They are gangster on YouTube. Oh yeah, they go in. Oh yeah, they, they bring they out do. the big guns. YouTube oh, yeah. is interesting because oh, yeah. I feel so much more than any other medium that the people out there. Are feel the right to be very critical on YouTube oh, all the mean people yeah. like let's meet on Trolls. YouTube and yeah. troll yeah. people oh, yeah. and leave nasty comments I had cause I did like this series of it was called the, uh, the Stylish Finds where I'd interview different celebrities and offer deals and stuff just nothing to, n- nothing to warrant the comments that I was getting some of the comments were awful I got called the n-word sometimes <gasps> I got oh people were nasty like what does that oh, have yeah. to do with fashion exactly right? yeah you should put on a girl just I had so oh I, nastiness wow. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You get everything. Yeah, you get everything. So. Well, so you, Angel, you have a blog. Yes. So let's switch gears a little bit. Let's tell us a little bit about your blog and what it's all about and how you got started doing that. 
Well, Chaos for Kiki is actually now a blogazine, um, but blog-a-zine. it started as a blog. So what is the difference between a blog and a blogazine? Maybe well, clarify that. Part. A blog is more personal, first person. This is what I did today. This is what I wore today. This is what I cooked today. Um, and there are many voices. As Nakia mentioned, she's our senior contributor. Um, we have other writers as well. And we don't just focus on my life, actually. I'm kind of in the background as the editor. So it's really about celebrating women as a whole. Mm-hmm. And so it's a collective of voices. And because of that, we present the information um, editorial like a magazine. So we do our own photo shoots, our own video shoots. We interview experts. The same kind of uh, things you would find in a magazine. Mm. But it's just online. It's digital. It's great. How did you get started in that? Um, It Actually, KS for Kinky was a... um, (laughs) It was a journal for me to... uh, limit about my hair. I, <laughs> I went natural, meaning I grew out my relaxer, and I did not know what I was doing. I was all excited about it. You know, I was like, I'm going to go natural, and I'm going to have this fabulous hair, which I feel like I have now. But at the time, when I first cut off my relaxer, I did not know what I was doing. And there were there were websites or blogs where women were talking about being natural, but no one really had kinky hair. Really, um, My hair is also fine and very tangly. Um, it's not very cool, uh, not very um, coarse. It's more so fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are women who have hair like me that's coarse and kinky. And, and But there were many voices. And there was a couple of websites, but I found them kind of angry. And I wanted to find a site where I could talk about what it meant to be natural and finding your beauty in that. Because sometimes when you go na- when you cut your hair off as an African-American woman, um, you, you can go through shock. And I almost did. I, mm-hmm. I went through a process of like, wow, I have to go back and and kind of accept myself the way that um, God made me. And it seems so simple, but it wasn't. Because we associate our hair with our identity and the concept of beauty. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Right, and no one was talking about that. It was like, you'll go natural and you'll be happy. And I felt like I was a traitor to myself. Mm -hmm. And no one was saying that this was going to possibly be a struggle, and it was for me. So I started KS for Kinky, Kinky being my hair, KS Mm -hmm. for Kinky, um, as a journal to talk about, oh, I tried this product, it didn't work. Long story short, over time I realized my beauty wasn't defined by my hair. I defined my beauty. And when that clicked in my head, I was like, oh, I have to share this. I have to share this with everybody. You know, this is, this is yeah. And so it kind of, it kind of went from, you know, this is the best shampoo or I got a comb stuck in my head and I got mad and cried to, you know, um, the, this is how I, my journey worked and maybe this will help you. And it just, over it was almost overnight I had you know 500 followers and a thousand and then 500 like it just kind of just skyrocketed because it was a conversation that no one was having so I kind of had a hit a nerve I think that people wanted to talk about that and um, even today it's something that we still do we don't just focus on hair we talk about the latest trends in fashion and makeup and hair and beauty because at the end of the day every woman despite her background or race wants to feel beautiful from head to toe so you can have the most fabulous outfit but if your hair isn't done you will not want to leave the house. Exactly. If your hair is done and your outfit's off, you're like, I'm not leaving the house. So it's a full package. And we mm-hmm. celebrate womanhood as a, not just a physical thing. We also have, we talk about cultural issues and issues about being women. Like, we talk about sex. We talk about periods. We talk about relationships. We talk about um, financial, ma- managing your money and things like that. So it's a full lifestyle uh, oh. um, blogazine. How long has it been around for? I started as a... 
lamenting <laughs> in 2008. And then I stopped because I was like, I'm over this. And then when I had my epiphany, uh-huh. I jumped back online. I had just moved back to L.A. Mm-hmm. I just moved to L.A. Excuse me. I just moved to L.A. in 2010. So I really consider 2010 where the birth of KS for Kinky. The real reason it came to me in the first place is mm-hmm. 2010. Because mm-hmm. before it was just like, I hate my hair. The comb got stuck. <laughs> this shampoo doesn't work. <laughs> so, yeah. Nice. Now, I'm I'm familiar with a lot of the different, like, the black what is it? Uh, black long girl hair. Black girl long hair. Yeah, black girl long hair. Like a lot of those. As a community, do you know a lot of these different bloggers and you know uh, people in the natural hair care community? Because I'm on the West Coast, I okay. don't get to meet them in person a lot. Okay. But um, Nakia is actually um, talks to Layla. Her mm-hmm. name is Layla, the, the woman who runs Black Girl uh-huh. Long Hair. I love yeah. that site. It's a great site. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to contribute to Curly Nikki, which is another yeah, I know that big one. Mm-hmm. Uh, natural hair website. And I'm um, also friends with Patrice, who is Afro Bella. Yep. Um, so I do know um, some of the bigger players in mm-hmm. natural hair, and I know um, some of the up-and-comers as well. I try to communicate with as many people as possible because there's so much information that's out there, and there's so much that we can all share. We all have different um, perspectives, and mm-hmm. I would love, you know, I love it that every Everybody has a voice and everybody has their own platform. So, yeah, I do not as much as I'd like to because we're kind of lone wolves out here. Most oh, on the West people Coast. are on the West East Coast. Like mm-hmm. most of my readers are even East Coast based. Mm. Um, but I definitely have started to um, network with more natural hair people in um, in L.A. as well. Mm-hmm. So there's L.A. Curly Girls, which is a great um, meetup group for natural hair women in L.A. Mm-hmm. And I'm friends with the owner, um, or the creator of L.A. Curly Girls. Her mm-hmm. name is Lydia. Um, and then there are a couple other bloggers out here. But really there aren't many. Many, um, the most of the the natural hair and black beauty bloggers, even mm. just black beauty bloggers, are East, East Coast, Coast based. Got it, yeah. Got it. Now, talk to us about this documentary. She. Oh. <laughs> uh, here we go. Our short here film. Yes. <laughs> um, well, Nikki and I and my uh, DP, her name is Paris McCoy. We're always talking about things related to women. Just because of what we do. Um, Nakia has model liberation in her site. It's not just about being a model. It's in many ways just about being a woman. And mm-hmm. she talks about the bullying and, and family mm-hmm. issues. And, you know, she did a great article a few years ago about coming into your own when you do look different and you feel different. And that doesn't just mean freckles. It can mean if you're plus size or if you're short or, yeah. you know, really tall. Um, and so I had an idea to shoot something that was a little sexy. Um, and I wanted to have have it where the 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 woman in the film I knew it had to be a woman wasn't your typical long hair um you know flowy blonde locks look I wanted to get someone that kind of went against the grain right we didn't want it to look like a Victoria's Secret ad right exactly exactly (laughs) perfect that's the best way to describe it and so I'm very lucky that Nikia's my friend (laughs) (laughs) and that she'll do some work for me for barter I buy her lunch and she models for me (laughs) Um, and so I had an idea Women's History Month was coming up and we wanted to do something fun and so um, we and I said oh at first it started off as like let's do a lingerie kind of photo shoot Mm -hmm. and then it kind of evolved once we started talking about it and I had these ideas in my head of celebrating black womanhood in a way that we own our own sexuality it's okay to be sexy it's Mm -hmm. okay to Mm -hmm. want sex it's okay to receive receive it it's okay to talk about it to think about it Mm -hmm. and how to make that Visual. How to turn that thought into something visual. So, and I still wanted to do a lingerie film. We all did. So we went and, and styled it and put everything together ourselves and had a great makeup artist um, come in. Our name is Lindsay and do some makeup and, 
in, we shot in five hours, I think. <laughs> oh, wow. We had a lot of fun that day. We did. Wow. We were playing a lot of Jodeci, a lot of 90s <laughs> R&B, and there's some behind-the-scenes things where I'm, I mean, I'm dancing in the hallway in the film, uh-huh. but there's a lot of behind-the-scenes where it's all of us dancing and singing, and I'm half-naked, you know. <laughs> just it's a typical fun. day in a yeah, just a typical day in Nakia's house, yeah. 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 But it, it really was just about celebrating black womanhood. Mm-hmm. You know, there had just been so many conversations about Beyonce and her album release and being too sexy and she's a mom and she mm-hmm. can't do this and and you know who owns her sexuality why is that even a question right. the answer is she does, she does. Right. yeah the answer is she does and um it's interesting because k is for kinky is an interesting name people always ask me well what you know what does that mean um and sometimes when i tell people it's about black women they go oh it's a uh, sexy black women it's like they can't even think past that oh. instantly if you hear kinky oh oh it must be about kinky black women yeah. got it yeah they, they don't even it think about hair they think about, about sex yeah okay immediately it's it's this thing that comes to pass like black women sexuality we've been culturally over sexualized in the media forever mm-hmm. and so it's always it's it's always i wouldn't say surprising anymore i think i've gotten past surprising i still come across people who can't wrap their head around the fact that you know we are sexual beings we own our sexuality and it's okay if we express that and we don't have to make apologies to you because we're doing it we don't even have to rationalize why we're doing it and if we want to do it in the way we want to you know it's our prerogative and so that was kind of the 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 undercurrent of what we were shooting Mm -hmm. um basically saying it's okay to be sexy it's okay to be beautiful and you are a beautiful woman if you have kinky hair you know Mm -hmm. he has really short kinky hair also the kind of hair that isn't celebrated Mm-hmm. So that even worked even better for mm-hmm. us. You know, she has a very unique look, um, and she grew up being picked on a lot for how she looked. And and so I wanted it to be something that I felt women could relate to. And we've it's it's been something that I've gotten a lot of. It was very I was very nervous putting it out. I think we all were, mm-hmm. you know. But we've gotten so many positive responses. Well, that's that's wonderful. Great. That's we awesome. actually were gonna make sure uh, for you guys listening, uh, add a link to she on BlackHollywoodLive.com. So if you guys want to check it out, you can find it there as well. So it's time. I wish we had more time to talk to you I guys do too. because we you gotta got, bring you guys uh, yeah, back. We got to <laughs> yeah, just phenomenal. But this is time for one of our favorite segments on Fashion Four One One. We like to call it Hot or Hot Mess. Hot or Hot Uh-oh. Mess. So we just throw some pictures. <laughs> up, go around the room, and All see right. what happens. Let's so, go. So, up first, we've got, speaking of Beyonce, she's <laughs> here in New York City at the Raising in the Sun. Um, I don't know if it was a premiere or showing, wearing Gucci pink, orange, gold, lame printed pantsuit. They kind of look Ooh. like pajamas. <laughs> yeah. I was going to ask, is this the pajama trend, yeah. or I wasn't um, sure. I, I almost feel like one or the other, but not together, because mm-hmm. it, it does. It looks like pajamas. PJs. Yeah. And... I wish I could see the front. I think I would. Yeah. If is it open? Because like if maybe if she has it open, showing a little cleavage. Yeah, cleavage. Uh-huh. And that kind of almost changes it, you know. Mm-hmm. If I could true. see the front, um, and then see how fitted it is, because your body's kind of turned. So if it's like really fitted and pleated, and then the right place is tucked, maybe I don't know how about this one. Yeah, I don't know. Either. Yeah, from this it's angle, it's definitely a hot mess for yeah. me. From <laughs> this <laughs> angle, it's never a hot mess if it's Beyonce. <laughs> Well, she doesn't always get it right. Has she ever been a hot mess? Can you that you can just recall off the top of your head, like really hot mess? <sighs> well, like, if, if I had if I good. had to say who's on who's on here a lot, who pops up for us would be Rita Ora. Mm-hmm. Rita Ora she's is just mess. she's always a hot mess. Yeah. She can just never seem to consistently get anything. She'll have her moments, but yeah, for she's the most a hot part. Mess. But yeah, Beyonce. Beyonce's uh, not in that category. Yeah. 
All right, so up next, we've got Gabrielle Union. She's here at the What Would Happen live appearance. Uh, she's wearing a pattern mix. It's a blue-gray checkered crop top, floral printed full... Oh, no, oh, actually, no, I think... something else. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Uh, floral printed full skirt and a black strappy sandal. So she's going with kind of a, a mix... Mixed, mixed patterns. I love, kind of I love it. It's I love so it beautiful. Yeah. Crop tops, um, full-length skirts, prints, definitely in for the summer. So mm-hmm. yeah, she's rocking it. That's hot. Yeah. I love mixing prints like that. It's yes. fun. It's a little risky, and I think some people just don't know how to do it. But I love that she's got a geometric on the top and floor on the bottom. Love it. Yeah, the whole outfit is yeah. super cute. She's so cute. Mm-hmm. Mixing prints is hard to do, and I think she did it perfectly yeah. with the keeping the big print on the bottom and then having the small little checkered mm-hmm. and the same yep. color family. So, And I like the silhouette of her outfit, too. Like you said, the crop top and the full skirt is super yep. cute. Super so. cute. All right, so up next we've got Eva Longoria. She's in a short sleeve ruffled leather dress and strappy heels. Um, yeah, strappy heels. Strappy heels. Oh, this is Eva Longoria. Okay, yeah. got it. That is... So cute. It looks super hot. But it doesn't fit her right. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I, don't I was like going to say, it's yeah. not a good fit, but the dress is cute, though. It, yeah, it's, it seems ill-fitting. Is that leather? It's I'm, leather. Is she in L.A. Okay. with a leather dress on right now? Sweating no, up a storm. I, mm-hmm. I feel that with the dress, it's not fitted or tailored correctly, and which is unusual for Eva Longoria because she is yeah, she's really put together tailored. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think for me, where it's a little off is kind of the, the, the shoulders, shoulders area. Yeah. It just... It just looks a little off. It almost looks to me like one of those Asian type of dresses that has the high neck. Mm-hmm. Well, it's shoulders. very it's very Victorian. You know, you look at the the ruffles, the sleeves, their leg of mutton sleeves. It's very Victorian, but the the fits all it's wrong. Off. It needs to be two pieces in order for it to fit properly on her. Yeah, she normally gets tailored. it right. But she this does. Time around, uh, not so yeah. much. All right, so up next, we've got somebody who's out there a lot these days, Kendall Jenner. She's at the Much Music Awards wearing a double slit, crystal Ooh, embellished, Fausto <laughs> Puglisi. How old is she? Isn't she? She's 18. Is yeah. she still in high school? No, I don't know. I know she just bought a wow. house, too. So. That, ooh, that's just too much. I... I think for 18, it's too much. It's just, I think it's too much. And I think it's too sexy. I think oh, you could a woman could wear that, but she's 18. I, I think give her a few years, like 22, 23, mm-hmm. it would be more appropriate. But at 18, you're bordering on that, okay, you're just a child, that 18, 17, teenager. Even though, without talking about her age, I do think it's it's stunning. It is. It's a stunning dress. Yeah. It, and it fits her beautifully. Her body looks slamming. So if we're just going to talk about the fashion... I think it's gorgeous, but I don't like it on. I don't an like it on old. an eighteen-year-old. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. It's, not it's, it's, it's sending the wrong message, mm-hmm. and unfortunately for me, it's hard for me to get past that. I'm just like, it does age her a little bit. Yeah, I mean, it, it does. I could see her. it. Yeah, I could see it on her if she was mid twenties. Even somebody in their thirties. Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely. Thirties sure, or forties. This is yeah. more of a mature kind of a dress. So. This is for that woman who can own her, can describe and own her sexuality. I'm yeah. not saying she can't. But usually when we're that young, we're still trying we're to still figure everything out. out. Yeah. You know? And so I feel like this dress um, may be speaking for her in a way that she doesn't even realize it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's true. True. All right. So last but not least, we've got Carrie Washington. And she's here in an orange splatter uh, dress on a multicolored Sport Max dress with her Capto Christian Louboutin pumps. I think she's she looks so cute. Great. And she looks great for just having a baby. Yeah, she just right. had Two a months kid. ago? A month ago? Yep, she just popped out a baby. And I know it's hard to see her makeup, but I saw the full picture. She just looks great. Like a nice orangey red lipstick, just 
simple hair. It's she pretty. Looks great. It's a nice yeah, mix so of like patterns, but still. Yeah, it's like a pop of. Yeah, it's really beautiful. Yeah, Carrie Washington. And the low cut it. shirt. It's really. Yeah, she, she does always it right. does it. Mm-hmm. I think she plays it safe a lot, but it works for her. It kind of mm-hmm. goes with her personality to mm-hmm. be a little reserved. But yeah. this is yeah. fun. Yeah. It's really fun. We like it. Yes. So that's, all right. That's all I've got. All right, guys. So I can't believe that's a full hour. Yeah. That's it. That goes by so fast. I know. So fast. It's just like it you talk and you listen and, you know, you have fun. You guys are definitely going to have to come back. Yeah. We we'll definitely, yeah, we enjoyed having you. Um, so let's just go around the table. Where can we find you? You can find me at modelliberation.com or everything else at, at Nakia Phoenix. Has anyone ever told you you should, like, do, like, a book on tape? Yeah, your, like, your voice, voice is, is just, so soothing. It's very I told soothing. her she has really yeah. Yeah, you have a great voice. You have a nice <laughs> voice. Yeah. <laughs> Where can we find you? Uh, you can find me at kisforkinky.com. That's K-I-S-F-O-R-K-I-N-K-Y. And at kisforkinky on Twitter and Instagram. Awesome. Lovely. And I'm your host, Erica Garcia Rojas. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at I am EGR. And I'm your host, Deanna Vaughn. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at it's me, Deanna V. Uh, thanks for tuning in, you guys. We will see you next week for more fashion. Bye. Bye. From producers Maria Menunos, Dario Kristen, Tiana Hobson, Kevin Undergaro, and the entire BHL crew, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African-American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us at info at blackhollywoodlive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us, or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I'm your BHL announcer, Scipio. Instagram me at Planet Scipio. Thank you for tuning in. Hollywood Redefined. The views expressed here are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.